June 9, 2021. It's a lot from Pedro's show.
show happy wednesday tomorrow watt gets his second moderna covid19 vaccine oh. uh started the show off with spring is here john coltrane it, it's been here it's now summer sorry john coltrane then we had the dead roosters with mama and uh you might have heard something people yeah brother maddie's in the love grotto pleasure point a couple of miles south because still quite quarantino mode but not totally man alone, because those software engineers of Estonia with their Skype invention. I got brother Aaron Dillaway with me. Welcome aboard, Aaron. Hey, man. Thanks a ton. Yeah. It's an honor. Yeah, I had a talk. There was I was questioned yesterday by the Cutthroat Brothers uh, the, the size of a buttload versus a shit ton. And I think a buttload is bigger because you, you would have to fit that in man i don't know the exact amount but just you know perspective i was gonna say a shit ton was more but probably fuck ton is the big time yeah now <laughs> uh your journey through music man you 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 tried out all the kinds and you still are your pioneer brain mind spirit but let's go way back. What's the earliest musical recollection you can bring, Aaron? Oh, man. Um, probably hearing uh, my dad play organ around the house. Um, he played, uh, like, church songs on, on the weekends on this old con organ. So and uh, Organ inside the pad. Yeah, yeah. Across the street here, there, this old lady, she would do that. Because people would buy these for their living room and shit. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it was one of those big, you know, 500-pound things. Now, was that the only instrument? Where was this? This was in uh, South Lyon, Michigan. Okay. So uh, that's the only instrument in the pad? Uh, no, there was a guitar. There was an acoustic guitar that I think was my brother's. Um, my brother and sister were like 9 and 10 years older than me. Um, Man, that seems to be – a lot of cats – who are innovative with music, I find out have older siblings and they got turned on to the records and it started them on the, it was the gateway droga. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there were, there were records and eight tracks around the house 
you know, ever since I can remember. What about uh, that organ? Did you ever jump on or were you allowed or did you have to take lessons? Um, never took lessons. Um, I could play it whenever I wanted to. Um, and I would do that. And, As a baseman, can I ask you if there was foot pedals? There was foot pedals, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It gets really low and like God oh. Yeah, not just left hand people, both left and right feet. Jimmy yeah. Smith, if you want to know about an organ trio and where's the um, bass player, it's his fucking feet, Jimmy Smith. So <laughs> t tell me the first record you bought with your own money, please. Well, my own money, I'm not sure, but I know the one, I know the first ones I picked out in the store by myself. Well, with your own money, you know, you don't have a lot of money when you're a kid. So that's why I'm kind of curious about that. Man. Remember, it's a Watt for Pedro show. There's no hard questions. There's no wrong <laughs> answers. <laughs> what, what about the first gig you went and saw? First gig I saw was B-52's Cosmic Thing Tour. Okay. That's a good gig. Yeah. Me and D. Boone, yeah. uh, we both saw our first gig together. It was T-Rex. Oh, man. Long Beach Auditorium. Uh, uh, let me ask you. I was at, uh, you know, the organ and stuff, and I asked if you jumped on, and, and you were allowed to. There was no problem. Yeah. Okay. And, and yeah. but but no formal, more autodidact, self-taught. Um. Yeah. Self-taught. I bought a. Right. My parents got me a guitar, at some point. Um. Actually, two guitars. My first guitar was a a, ki a plastic Kiss guitar. <laughs> And I, uh, Fishing line I strings. had it for a day and immediately smashed it in the garage because that's what Paul Stanley did. Of course. <laughs> and uh, immediately started balling, too, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, Kiss was big. Oh, us, and, too, man. We saw them four times before they even had the first album. In fact, when that record came out, God damn, is it slow. <laughs> they would open for anybody. Nitty Gritty Dirt Band, Savoy Brown, I mean, Camel, Wishbone Ass. Uh, I saw Gene Simmons' hair caught fire. Rhodey put it out with a towel. Uh, what about school? Were you in the choir, the marching band, or shit like that? No, well, I played, uh, one year I played uh, French horn, sixth grade band. John Entwistle did French horn. Yeah. In fact, he's got a French horn solo and pictures of Lily. Yeah, totally. Now, I wonder yeah, if he had his fucking play. hand stuck in the bell, right? You have to play it, and they get the funny mouthpiece, right? <laughs> yeah, I dug it, but I, I couldn't get to uh, reading. The reading it was was hard, but I was still I was I still made it to first chair oh, by uh, just playing by ear. Okay, okay. And uh, what about after school? Not like graduate, but afternoon. The basement band, garage band, bedroom band. Well, yeah, when I, I moved, my parents moved into my grandparents' old house in Brighton, Michigan, and I lived down the street from my cousin. I know where that is. That's a, like a burb. Yeah, right? yeah, it's about 20 minutes yeah. outside Ann Arbor. Okay. And, yeah. and so what, they had a, a, a place you could jam? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because usually, well, we just, usually we it's, drummers, in, uh, it's usually the, the drummer's pad, right, because it's setting up and tearing down. yeah. Yeah, I had a drum set. I had a yeah. My parents were always really supportive of music. Oh, um, you mean not after you, after you broke the Kiss guitar and you got a replacement? You also got went and got a drum set. The drum set was a little later. That was like uh, middle school. I got the drum set. 
Okay. But uh, I got a little harmony guitar before that, and that's when uh, a couple years after I had that, my cousin and I started a band called the Dead Roosters. Oh, and that's what we played. With our friend Tommy. And so you had recordings from them, right? This Mama song. Yeah, there's a bunch. Yeah. Okay, well, that's great. You started recording right away. And you guys were writing your own stuff, not just copying off records like me and D. Boone. Yeah, yeah. yeah fuck the 70s. We did, I, I know there's also there's this, uh, us doing a cover, not a cover, but we, we did a version of We're the Meat Men and You Suck. Interpretation. But we had never heard the oh, Meat Tesco Man. V. Yeah, but we had never heard the Meat Men. We just saw it in a magazine. <laughs> and uh, so we played what we thought that. I think he like. was Michigan, though, like Lansing or something. Yeah, yeah. And oh, then he yeah. moved to D.C. And, like, Corey, the bass man from uh, Necros, took it, uh, made it into a label. Yep. Yeah, that's a trippy thing. Yeah. Yeah, good bass man. He got really hurt on a bike, I remember. Maybe a motorcycle, but he's better now. Uh, okay, so did Roosters, not Roosters, Dead Roosters, did they do yeah. gig? Uh, uh Gigs or was it just uh, practice? Band? It was. It was always just bedroom stuff. Yeah. We didn't even have a drum set. It was just a bo- like cardboard boxes. My my cousin slamming on cardboard boxes. My friend Tommy singing. Me playing guitar. Okay. And, but we had a really nice uh, little boombox that had um, stereo mics. Like a like above each speaker was a microphone, so we could we could do all these cool stereo effects by just. Moving our you know, the mouth of the amp to and, one side. Yeah, to the any other. minute. Yeah. <laughs> well, man, you know, you learn by doing. That's, that's your first fucking recordings. And original yeah. qu- uh, things, too. Too bad you didn't get a performance. But, uh, well, do you do, you do the academic? You, you quit French horn after a while, right? Yeah, I only did it that one year. Yeah, because of the reading yeah. stuff. And so you don't do any more music in school? Not in school, no. Okay. Mm-mm. So what happens with Dead Roosters? They do they end up ever end up doing a gig? No, that just kind of fell apart. I don't know what what happened there. Okay. Um, we changed our name to Just Add Water. Well, look, yeah, <laughs> that's a good name. Maybe better <laughs> Dead Roosters. Uh, you, you know, uh, I want you gave me something here. You gave me a cover of. You know, we played the first Hollywood gig uh, with Butthole Surfers, and they played this. Paul Paul used to sing it. And, and yeah, Gib- yeah. And Gibby crazy. played uh, sax. Yeah.
want to think pure pink lady apple thoughts with red shiny skins reflecting small squares of window light I want I want to hear the death songs happy beetles sing as they march in the dirt I want I want to forget gray matter of rotten flesh picked at by seagulls at the dump I want I want a white lily to grow from my living palm
Chidora, Twitter. Beyondva Tisa, Fuzara. Korava, Tipmaska, Noadmi. Troka, Ikaf, Gwynhap, Idelom Ettek. Vet bata elsa sa Tohar Angela Netan Sundi Twitter. 
Tweta Ungur Panversa Si Durmat Veta Kerola Tigbad Sveta Lida Waso Oe Evol Swala Lewal In O Tarp
Off the Pedro Show. That was Smock. Something live from 1992. Barbecue Pope, which is a butt, a BH surfer song for butthole <laughs> fearing people. <laughs> Jaded Azurite's brand new uh, Hesperus after that. The Island, something I did a while ago with Steve uh, up in Canada called Electric, Electrode. Trading files way back as soon as I found out how. Uh, SLWCC Watt. This is Sam Lockward out of Iowa City in a collab we did last month in a tune called Blade. And there's Buddy Bob, Bob Bucko Jr. after that and such and such. Replace your trust. Ed Bago with guitar intro. He was on yesterday. Bombas Prendon from D.C. area with Milk and the Electric Cow. These guys done about recorded six, seven thousand songs, done five gigs, 40 years. I had those two uh, lathes, or not lathes, uh, flexi discs. Oh, right. And that was some of the earliest shit. Well, they, they found yeah. a bunch of archive, they're uh, re-releasing. Yeah, I wondered, yeah. I noticed you play them every episode. Yeah, I, I really like them. You know what I mean? You get a, a band to be with your friends. Now, Raymond Pettibone was saying that's what a band's supposed to be on. <laughs> I like that yeah, idea. And he, and he draws and paints. Klein Quartet, Scotty. Irving with Unknown Tongues. Blood Quartet, brand new out of Barcelona. That's got the, that guy from uh, Mars who moved to Catalan a long time ago. And he's oh, still Mark. playing. Uh, yeah, what's Dunning. his name? Mark. Uh, Mark Cunningham. That's it. That's it. And uh, he's still making bitching m- m- music with Catalans. Uh, Deep in the Woods, 66. This is Tommy uh, O'Sullivan out of Dublin. Ireland with Hallelujah Holy Remix with John Spud Wicklow Murphy. That's a fucking name. <laughs> Lisa Cameron, who's out here recording with the Galaxy people in Joshua Tree. Sandy Ewan with Hallofreen Mollus. Chemical name. And finally, another prod she flowed me, Galen with the Heroin Bench. Okay, so get Phil, in, uh, Smock is the next chapter after the Dead Ruster. Uh, chapter ends? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I was in a couple other middle school bands. Um, that was mostly covers. I was playing drums uh, for my friend Tim's band, and we were doing like Bowie songs. And uh, but then Smock was was my best bud Justin and I started with this guy Dave Mason. And oh, uh, that was not the band the Dave I, Mason. <laughs> was it Dave Mason in Traffic? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> not that day. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah, I always wondered where this well, guy. Well, there's went. like 20 but, Steve Jones, right? If you, if you look, there's a guy in Foreigner, a guy in the Sex Pistols. Actually, the Sex Pistol one is pretty cool. People. Oh yeah, got to be on a show and talk to me like three and a half. Hours. You can oh, tell not cool. college, but still smart. That's cool. So, so, so you're helping your buddies out. Yeah, in middle school, and then. Then, uh, yeah, me and Justin started Smock. He was in that other band. Um, they were originally called All the Young Dudes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, you, know uh, what, you know what the song you wrote for them first? What's that? And they refused? Suffragette City. Really? I wouldn't show they ever you. Do a demo of That's it why I got you on the fucking show. To light your ass. <laughs> 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 no, that's why I read somewhere. Like he first pitched him suffragette city. You know, Mata Hoopa was like put together by management or something. Well, I never realized. Yeah, that. it was really uh, Mark Riley, the the guy from the Falls, got a radio show. Was telling me manufactured. Well, but how do you know when you're a kid, right? You're going to the gig. They're pretty good. 
Okay, so what happens? All the young dudes, they were doing David Bowie songs, and then they turned into Smock and started doing Butthole Server songs? Well, yeah, no, me and Justin started our own band called Smock, and it was mostly all originals. Um, I just sent you that. That Butthole Surfers track is from our one and only show that we played. And how'd that go? So is that your first gig? No, you you were in gigs helping your buddies. Yeah, of your own band. Yeah. That's your like, first gig. Those were like be- like like house party gigs. If they're like one or two, okay. maybe a middle school uh, battle to band. So tell me something. about the smock gig. That was that was at this real kind of sleazy bar in uh, Westland, Michigan. I don't think anyone in any of the bands or anyone that went there was old enough to be in the bar. We were all like 15, 16 years old. Um, but it was great. We uh, we did that one show, and then we recorded a three-song demo in uh, Justin's uncle's studio. And uh, then we went we went to go see the Laughing Hyenas play a house show John. in uh, Ann Arbor. Yeah. And Larissa. And, and also the, the rhythm section... It became Mule. Yeah, yeah. I mean, both their rhythm session sections were just incredible. The one but, I knew uh, was uh, Kimball and uh, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. That, that that was pretty good. I think. Yeah, they left town and show. I think Kevin went Todd to Philadelphia Brown. or some shit. Yeah, Georgia used to trip on that. Jim Kimmel, then there was a trio, but it was only a two-piece he was part of. But the way he did flams, his elbows would fly out, so George, you'd call him Little Birdie. <laughs> <laughs> so so what happened at this uh, Laughing Hyena gig? They were waiting yeah. at birthday party, right? Oh, yeah. Even yeah. as a lifestyle with Larissa. Yeah, and they were like, you know, they were the hometown yeah, great you know, heroes to all us kids. And so they were playing a house party. And but this band opened up called Couch, who were a noise rock band, but like heavy on the noise. And that was uh, that was kind of like a a big, big moment for me, because it was like it was what I had been searching for since I had first heard, you know, the first Butthole Surfers stuff. And I, you know, I was kind of going through these like noise rock you know, checking out all these different bands. But when I when I saw them and it was just straight chaos, um, it was uh You got bit. Big it was, deal. It, yeah. In your 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 musical journey, it was a sea change. Yeah. So just after that show, Justin and I decided we weren't gonna play chords anymore. Uh, <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> and and so we started this band called Galen. It was originally uh, just the two of us, uh, me on drum. I would I would record the drum parts, uh, and then we would overdub both playing guitar. And uh, what was the first Galen gig like? That was actually we got well we got to meet these guys from the band Couch. They were uh, these guys Pete Larson and Jim Magus. They were like uh, about ten year older. 10 years older than us and uh i couldn't believe they had a record out like after seeing their show about a month later i went into school kids and saw they have school a 45 and a uh, famous picture d boone wearing their t-shirt. i know man yeah. i love that picture yeah and it's right out front outside the store too this trip 
That's so cool. Yeah, that was our spot. So um, you saw the album and so was like, fuck, why don't we do an album too? Well, no, no, we just, we ended up meeting the guys and, um, and we were, I remember we were at a 68, we went to go see 68 comeback in Ann Arbor and ran into the guys from couch and they were like, and we told them we had a band, we had given them our tape and they really liked it. And, uh, they were like, well, Hey, you want to open for us? Um, so then like a month later we opened for them and, uh, a band called math, which, uh, you ever heard of Mr. Quintron? Yeah, the organ man and Miss Pussycat. Yeah, it was his old band uh, when he played like junk drums. And uh, <laughs> so we played that gig. And then uh, he, him and Jody from that band, they kind of took us under their wing. And uh, so that we gig, you're saying out. that first gig was a success. Oh, yeah, it was great. And that's where I met like all my buddies, like all the, you know, Nate, who I ended up. Uh, playing in wolf eyes with he was there uh, my buddy twig harper who i um started my label hansen records with was at that show um yeah it was a it was a heavy it heavy fu- gig fundamental yeah yeah connects right people ask me about the old days i say it's about people i yeah. said i got a s- strong suspicion these days are still about people yeah, and I mean, still to this day, I'm close friends with all. That's those guys. right. Learn from that, people. Look, we're at, Aaron. We're at the fir- end of the first hour, June 9, twenty twenty-one. Dish Watt Peter Show special guest, you, Aaron Dillaway. Hold tight for hour two. April 9, twenty twenty-one. It's second hour of the Watt for Peter Show.
Electricity chain of command A pilgrim's progress Six months as pain Six months as pain Six months as pain Thinking too much again I must go into the body Get in touch with the meat Sailing
Finally, we come to the sing-along portion. We're going to do a special, it's a gospel song. It's called, When Brendan Reopens the Mask. That's the title of this song.
all this is good for recording. It uh, puts your mind in tune with the technological equipment. You know, you begin to think in a binary way with the computer mix out there. You, you get a whiff of this. Yeah, I can stand it. Ooh, I feel like a wolf or a bat or something. <laughs> Pathetic mess. Hey, Claude? Yes, I just became the father of a baby girl. My first child. I hardly know whether I'm coming at all this point. I can't tell you how excited I am. Are you a father? Oh, great. You've had an abortion? That's wonderful. What is your name? Oh, my first child. I don't even know what I'm going. Anyway, I got a lot of people to thank you. Don't put me in a wonderful position in my life, and I can't take a part of my own phone today. So uh, what we do is getting a little something out to you just to say thanks for everything I share. I still have it at 134 News. Shall play it? Great. Get a pencil paper. I want to give you the insurance number. It's 1153. When you get that out there, drop me a note. Just let me know you got in good shape, okay? I was scheduled to call you this week, but I'm not going to be here. You know, I'm going to take a couple of weeks off just to get started with the family and babies. And so before I go, I got to have a partner to find my market choice. It's very close to them out. I got to get them out, so I'm going to send them out to your last in place. Take care all the kids and check back with you later, okay? I tell lies every day. 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 
Pedro Show start off the second hour with Galen again, doing 4th of July. We're a little early, people, but get ready. Ben Salter with Watt on bass, something uh, celebrating six months in Tasmania, and he wanted me to wish him happy. What? So I wrote him a fucking song called Six Month Tasmania. Well, I gave him the bass and the chorus, and I said, now you do the rest, please. Lucas Abella after that with Jay is for Jock Itch out of Sydney. Incredible stuff. Manuel Armida, my method acting, uh, Yellowknife, Canada, pretty true north. Violent Ramp, this is from you, Aaron, Grind yeah. the Pigs. It sounds like some people of my generation are a little before. Uh, Green Frog excerpts, the original HQ full length, Black Randy and the Metro Squad. So you people are really into Old Danger House. They were big in our scene, you know, the Hollywood. Pedro's 30 miles south, but incredible influence on us. Violent Ramp, finally. Skate to Pedro. Yep. Is that our town? Or is yeah, it a man. dude named Peter? No, really? <laughs> What's the fucking connect there, Aaron? Well, we were, that was, that was kind of like, me and John Olson were playing in Wolf Eyes at the time, and we uh, started a, we were living together. And we we started this skate rock band with uh, our roommate Mike Troutman, and uh, yeah, we 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 had a song called "Skate to Pedro." That was our uh, Pedro. 
that was our our Minutemen tribute. And, and you, yeah, because you know, none of us were from here, right? I came here when I was nine from Virginia. And that's just the way the even the Latin guys say that. I think it, it goes back to Scandinavian sailors a hundred years ago, not knowing how to, you know. Ah. But but we only and, and we call the beach Cabrillo, okay? But that, that, that's only two words we fuck up. We don't say fucking tortillas. Or jalapenos, can <laughs> <laughs> <and> fry jolts. <laughs> I think it's a test because if you hear Pedro, you know the dude's never been here. So that's bitching. <laughs> that's bitching that uh, you would do that for us. Thank you so much. So, 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 yeah. where, where's Violent Ramp in the uh, timeline of Aaron Delaway? What, what happens that's, with Galen? That's like two thousand one. Like well, it sounds like so, a lot of success with Galen. Yeah, yeah, we we put out a forty five. We put out, uh, well, then we we went on tour with the Scissor Girls, and uh, then Justin uh, went, decided to go to uh, film school at NYU, and so we broke up. Um, and by this time, we had we had uh, gotten an oboe player. Our friend Julie started playing oboe with us. <laughs> and uh, and we went through a couple you know, different. You know what rock song really rocks the oboe? Is What's Roxy that? music out of the blue? Oh yeah. <laughs> and that and that there's live shit of when they had John Wenton for a tour, and that oboe with his fucking bass. You know that King Crimson red thing. Anyway, I didn't mean to interrupt. Go ahead. But uh, so then Julie and I played in a few different bands together. Um, then. I played in a band called Isis and Werewolves with Steve, who who was the drummer from Galen. Um, then eventually, okay, he's uh, on drums. So what are you doing now? Well, then then I I kind of stopped playing so much guitar. I started making tape loops out of uh, eight track cartridges, and uh, that that's kind of this was probably around '96, and that kind of since then that's kind of been my main instrument. Yeah, right, right. That's probably what a lot of folks know you for. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and working it around. I mean, and then, the but you still, uh, Violent Ramp, I, I want to know where that comes in. Oh, that's that's like 2001 we had that band. was um, uh, It was at the same time as Wolf Eyes. We were we were kind of doing that on the side when Nate wasn't around. We'd be jamming with Michael, and uh, so what is it like? You got so skate, much. You we got were skating s- a lot at that point too. And you got so much music in you, right? It, if it can't come out oh, here, yeah. I got to get it out here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you you uh, gave me some old fives here, and I want to play it right now. Trippy wave spilling spikes.
Watch for Pedro show. Wolf Eye started that chunk of music off with spikes. It's spelled with a Y, people. Part four. Victoria Shen after that with Arbiter. Giovanni Altopio Jean with Topi. Then brand new from Are You a Cop? Bing Bong. And finally, Wolf Eyes with Village Oblivia. Uh, I guess the demo. Yeah. Wolf Eyes did demos? <laughs> okay. <laughs> For that record, we did. That was, <laughs> yeah, record. I was, you know, I was going to ask you about, especially with the 8-track stuff, you know, what's the composition thing like? It's... Well, the the thing I like about them is they're it's real inconsistent. <laughs> you know, it's not like a, a drum machine or a sampler. Right, it's right. Never hitting the space bar on a power back. book. What's that? Hitting the space bar in a power book. Yeah, yeah. It's never it's it's real. It's never precise. It's always you know the either the you know the the motor runs slow or depending on the the tension of the loop, you know, it's, it's always kind of changing speeds and it's always, you know, and when I'm playing a gig and it's, you know, it's running through the machine for a real long time, you know, it's, it, it starts deteriorating. It's, so I really like the way that it, it changes. Can I, can I ask you a question it's it, me on for, my for imp improvisers? Is, is, is repetition kind of an enemy? Um, maybe for some, not for me. I mean, I, I, I consider myself a drummer, you know. And a drummer um, basically is executing a, repetitions of little patterns. But there, there, there can yeah. be innovation, right? Yeah. Just as long as you hold the groove, I guess that's the, the, the big responsibility. Or maybe mm -hmm. not, maybe letting go, right? With that tension yeah. in between. Yeah. All of it. Yeah, right. You're right, all of it. Because when you get down to it, it's all vocabulary. You don't have to replace one word with another. You learn it. You, you just learn more words. Yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Different ways to put them together, and yeah. Well, because you know, here we're talking improvisation, uh, composition, these very kind of academic words. But then you were saying words like noise, mm -hmm. right? And the noise to me is kind of some one person's noise might be another person's fucking lullaby, right? Yeah, it's a really <laughs> yeah. subjective kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, well, what about the whole idea of genre? Is it kind of fucked up? Uh, the the noise genre? No, no, the idea of genre. Period. Oh, genre? Yeah, it's it's fucking weird. I don't know. I had the but... the head bobble guy on. He said, "Yeah, we played these like pretty acoustic guitars and put noise to it." <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, it's all sounds, right? And then I guess you judge what's noise and what ain't. Somebody does, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> well, the gig goer, <laughs> maybe, or the listener. Yeah. I yeah. Know, I don't, do, you ever, I, do you ever think about this shit? No, you're too busy doing it, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Genres are kind of weird. You know, it's all it's it's all music. Yeah, yeah. That's well, what I would like I to mean, think. Some people, there's some noise, you know, <laughs> that people would say is not music. But uh, I think mine's probably too musical. <laughs> okay. For some, for some people to 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 call noise, but I don't. Well, you like said a noise band had a big effect on you in music, so obviously I music and, and noise ain't incompatible. You, you 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 know same with me. I think 
it's sound, right? Sa music is basically sound, and, and yeah. then then below uh, the next subset is maybe rhythm. I don't know. Well, it was it was the chaos of that band, right? That right. really uh, struck me. That had the thing, and so maybe that's lack of rhythm, anti rhythm. <laughs> yeah, or so whatever. Yeah. It's trippy, you know. It, but it's provoking, man. Or I wouldn't be talking about this shit. So that's why I like it. You know, it's not just same old, same old and cliche shit. We're at the end of the second hour, June 9, 2021, at Dishwap Peter Show. Special guest Aaron Dillaway. Hold tight for hour three. June 9, 2021. It's the third hour of the Watt for Pedro Show. <laughs>
Watch for Pedro Show. Third hour, start off with Aaron Dilloway under his own name doing shatter all organized activities. Eat the rich. Parenthetical. Then Dora Al Balmar with Network Glass. I love this guy's stuff. I don't know how to pronounce his names, though, his titles. Red Stem, or I guess. R-E-A-D-S-T-M, Reed Stem? I don't know. Uh, Aaron Dilloway after that with Body Chaos, again under his own name, people. Peg Legacies with Croguet, C-R-O-G-U-E, maybe it's French word, pardon for slaughtering that language, didn't mean to. And then finally, Aaron Dilloway, karaoke with Cal. Aaron Dilloway, his own name. What, what, What about under your own name? Well... I was uh, I was playing in Wolf Eyes and we were touring around a ton. We we did that record Burn Mind and uh, we were uh, you know touring a ton. We went uh, did a tour with Sonic Youth and uh, but then at that time my uh, fiance at the time was uh, going to Nepal to do her dissertation. So I I I took off for six months and um, you know I told the guys. Uh, so I went over there uh, with her to do recording and stuff. And I told the guys, you know, if you get, yeah, I know you're getting offers now, you know, cause we kind of had a lot of visibility at the time. And uh, so I said, if you get the, you know, offers to go overseas, you know, fuck, go for it, you know? So then my friend Mike took my place in Wolf Eyes and I just started doing just more solo recordings. And then when I came back, it was kind of like, you know, I think things were going good with them. And the last thing I wanted to do was hit the road again, you know. And uh, so, so like these Aaron Dillaway things, they're not really kind of uh, live performance things, tour things. They're more like recording things. Well, they're, they're, some of them are live recordings or sections of, of live sets, um, and then I kind of collage them together when I when I make an album. Um, I'll do I'll I'll release cassette tapes of stuff that are more kind of like uh, sketchbooks almost, and uh, and then I'll take bits from those bits from live shows and kind of collage them all together into an album. You, you recycle stuff. Oh yeah, you know John totally. Coltrane did that, right? You can hear Alabama at the uh, Love Supreme at the end. And- why not? You wrote it in the first place. <laughs> Get more than one fucking shake out of it. Yeah. Uh, but but but. So when you say you take from live stuff, they're from Aaron Dillaway gigs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you do man, one man gigs then. Oh yeah, totally. Okay. Yeah. And uh, is there a lot of equipment? Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, you know, eight track players are are big. <laughs> oh man, I had I one. got two eight track players, three tape echoes that I use as loopers. Um usually a big metal uh box that my foot's in and uh and then my a chair, but uh but usually the chair's mic'd and running through all the stuff too. And I rock around a lot. You know, <laughs> yeah. But, I'm uh, not just a guy sitting at a table. Right, right, know. pushing the space bar. But, you know, it, this is fundamental, I think. You know, I've been having all these guests with electronic and experimental music. And the mm-hmm. idea of uh, the keyboard or whatever the fuck, even synthesizer versus tape, 
it seems like the Adelia Derbyshires, right? They, and it seems like you too with the eight track. That's the that's your medium. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mess around with synths too at times and use them. You know, I'll, I'll record sounds from a synth onto my tapes and mess with them. Um, but uh, and I do a lot of voice stuff when I play live, but not so much in the studio. Um, but I usually am like chomping on a microphone during my live sets. But but it's just it's a it's a way different thing than sitting in in your studio alone, you know. So it's a, it's a different. Uh, yeah, of course, in front of people, you got to work the room, right, Vaudeville. Yeah. Now this Lucretia doll is this the. Yeah, Lucretia the adult. Okay, because you gave me this music, uh, the St Steve McQueen's first movie, right? The Blob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Watch for Pedro Show. Last music for this edition. Aaron Dilloway and Lucretia Dalt with The Blob. But she's actually singing about The Thing. John Carpenter later. Uh, yeah, right. Thor Harris and Rob Halverson with Bell Callahan after that. DDCB10. And then finally, Body Dilloway Head. This might be a Kim Gordon Bill Nace thing. Sure is. Okay. And going down. Now, this ain't like Spencer Davis group or shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was Kim's title. Okay. Because you, you remember the 60s? Now, down, down. Some chromatic thing, right? It's like a whipping post fucking thing but from England. And I, I was when I listened, I was getting my mind ready for it. And, of course, there ain't no fucking bass. <laughs> Although, you know, I had Bill on the show a couple weeks ago, and he told me he was a bass man when he started. Yeah. And we know yeah, Kim yeah. did lots of bass and stuff. So yeah. there's somewhere in your life, people, there might be some bass buried in your music time. So how'd that happen, this going down? Um, let's see. Um, I mean, I've just been buddies with them. You know, I met Kim when we started doing, I was in a band called Universal Indians around the same time as Wolf Eyes. And, uh, we opened for Sonic Youth and that was the first time we met them. And then Wolf Eyes ended up touring with them. And, uh, you know, Kim was always super cool and supportive. And that's and, when I first saw Wolf Eyes was opening for Sonic. Oh, maybe, yeah. Yeah, it was. Okay, okay. So, again, the people connect. So the opportunity came to collab, and it was like bing, bang, boom? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and we had jammed with her a couple other times with the me and the Wolf guys um, with Universal Eyes, and we have all these kind of offshoot bands. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's, yeah. And I love the way, and you did it from, you know, Rooster Dead roosters, you've been doing that shit, and that's great, man. No, 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 uh, feeling sorry sitting on your hands, blaming other people, just grabbing it by the horns and trying to get a tune out of it. I love it. I love it. It's inspiring, man, Aaron, so much. Uh, right now, uh, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, Dillaway, well, Aaron Dillaway.bandcamp.com okay. or uh, Hanson Records.bandcamp.com. Okay, people, A A R O N. D-I-L-L-O-W-A-Y. Correct. The real way has two A's. Other people have breathed it like yeah. San Pedro went to Pedro. Not with Aaron. He's got two A's here. Okay. Well, hey, before we go, I got to uh, I gotta say my today's my son's birthday. What's his and name? He's real, his name? real excited that because uh, he's a big uh, Minutemen fan. What, what's his name? Lot fan. Leo Dillaway. He's turning 14 today. Happy B-Day, Leo. Yeah, 14's a big, uh, it's, a, it's a big time for a big man. Yeah. So fucking take it to it, Leo. That's bitching. Uh, Pettibone book for his birthday. <laughs> as, wow. No greater gift a pop could give his boy. And actually, he he was in his, in utero, he, he was on the side of the stage for Stooges at ATP. Okay. <laughs> Both my kids saw uh, heard the Stooges in utero. Uh, Michigan Theater in Ann Arbor. Sure. And, uh, that, that was the gig for Ronnie. Yeah, man. Yep. Yeah, I got to play with Dennis Tech and Scotty. God, I miss those guys. So so, so right now, uh, what's your uh, current music? Like, do you have an album in the works? Well, I got... I, 
not well yeah at the moment i'm i'm working on a new record for uh deus records um i'm working on a collaboration with joe coley who's a sound artist uh from california and uh then i you know i got the me and lucrecia adults record comes out next month and then the body dillaway head comes out in september i believe well all uh, these records are coming out man when they come out can you come back on the show especially i'm, I'm curious about the lucrecia adult one that you're doing and, and yeah, we'll play that man. stuff and talk all about it i mean now we got your early stuff out of the way we can all be all contempo and shit Let's do it, man. Okay. Yeah. Thanks so much, man, because I love what you you're plowing hard, charging hard. Trying. Fucking it's great. <laughs> yeah, I know, but Thanks. that's that's all we can do is try, right? Like yeah. skateboarding, right? Huh? Yeah. The hoof pulls Ollie's on the first ride. You gotta get back up when you fall down. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thanks yeah. so much for being on the show, Trilly. People, it's Thanks. been June 9, twenty twenty one edition. Why Pedro show happy birthday to fucking Leo. Keep your powder dry.